0: Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with jazz trombonist, composer, and record producer Delfeo Marsalis. He is one of the top trombonists in jazz today, and he remains very busy. He will be visiting Kansas City on May 6, 2016 at the Blue Room off 18 and Vine. He will be showing off a newly modified horn and giving fans his unique jazz sound. He was a collective recipient of the 2011 NEA Jazz Masters Award and comes from pure jazz royalty with the Marsalis family. He spoke openly with Neon Jazz about why he loves jazz and much more. Please dig this interview, my friends.
1: Hey, hey. How are
2: you, sir? Very good.
1: Hey, thank you for taking a minute out for me today. I appreciate it.
0: Oh, it's no problem.
1: So what I want to ask first of all is, What brings you to Kansas City? How did all of this come about
2: for you to play at the Blue Room this Friday? Well, there's one of the great instrument creators, makers, and repairmen in the world living right here in Kansas City, Mr. Mike Corrigan. He has a series, it's called Pimp My Horn. (laughs) We talked about it, and he's going to pimp out my horn. What he does is basically he gets different ideas and things that are unique to the individual. And then he puts the bling on the horn, so I'm looking forward to that. We're going to also have a, a show at the Blue Room on Friday night, and this will be the kind of the unveiling of my new horn with the bling on it.
1: So have you been to Kansas City before to play?
2: I have been. I've been here with Mr. Bobby Watson and uh, Sean Jones on Trumpet a couple of years back, and uh, and that would would have been at the Blue Room also.
1: So what else is going on with you lately? How is activity? How are, how are things going for you?
2: Well, everything's really good. You know, I, I released a CD with my dad entitled The Last Southern Gentleman back in 2014, and we've been touring with that. I uh, recently had uh, a tour with Mr. Cyrus Chestnut on piano and Reginald Veal on bass from Marvin Smitty Smith. You know, I think it's it's really encouraging to hear these guys and, you know, they're, they're really keeping the, the, the flame alive, as we would say, in the sound of jazz. I know there's always concern about what's happening with, folks in jazz.
1: Well, and you know, you come from jazz royalty so to speak. It seems like jazz is on the upswing. It seems like it's a healthy organism and things are really going. Kansas City's a an indicator of that things are going really good here. How do you feel?
2: Oh, for sure. And I mean, you know, the real jazz royalty. I mean, Charlie Parker just that alone.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, having come from KC is is just tremendous. You know, we're just trying to keep the traditions and the ideas alive that we feel are important, especially com- coming out of New Orleans, and it's kind of the the celebration sound. And, you know, we have lots of folks all around the world learning in the schools, so they're proficient at the, I guess you'd say, the, the technique of jazz. And what we're trying to really maintain is, is that joy of expression, and that's something that all the great masters, Charlie Parker and Thelonious Monk are you know, John Coltrane, Miles Davis, doesn't matter, you know, the long list of folks. They really had the sound of joy and celebration, and that, that's what we like to embrace.
1: So speaking of that celebration of jazz, you began your journey on the trombone, and, you you know, you could have picked anything, but what is it about the love affair that you have with that instrument?
2: <laughs> well, I like to, to say the trombone kind of chose me, you yeah. know, and, and, and the, if you use the, the New Orleans jazz band as an example, we say that the job of the trumpet is always to play the lead. So, you know, winton has got that covered. That's, pr- that's a perfect match. And then the the saxophone or the clarinet is either going to agree with the trumpet or he's going to argue or disagree. And Branford is perfectly suited for that instrument. So depending on what's happening with the trumpet and the, the clarinet, or trumpet and the saxophone, If in other words, if they're arguing, then the trombone comes along and plays something that's like, hey, man, everything is going to be cool. And if they're agreeing too much, then that's when the trombone's got to put that spice in there and break things up. You know, I think it, it fits also with being a producer. The trombone has to really hear all of what's going on and figure out how to maneuver through the the, the maze. So uh, I, I think it's, I'd say it's a, a, I'm well-suited to play trombone. Sounds like the trombone
1: is the head of the U.N., then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do very welcome I'm sure whoever the head of the UN is probably played trombone <laughs> <laughs>
1: keeping the peace man that's good let me ask you a question you know you obviously have been in a family that's surrounded by such good music but let me ask you what albums when you were growing up from other artists kind of blew your doors down
2: well on trombone the first record was a J.J. J. Johnson album entitled Proof Positive which was more of a modern you know sounding records so I think that was very influential on me but of course Charlie Parker with strings I mean there's so many you know that my dad had available uh, but we also grew up listening to Earth, Wind & Fire you know, War, and those kinds of bands from the, the 70s and in the, in the 80s so I'd say it's a wide range but if we were to talk about kind of the jazz recordings you know Duke Ellington Such Sweet Thunder you know to name of course you know some of the Miles Davis Recordings kind of blue and sorcerer, but you know I just remember there were there was a lot of uh, accessibility to the music. You know, John Coltrane, Love Supreme. And I say it's kind of strange. You know, you you're reading these the the liner notes on the albums and you see these names and Elvin Jones and Art Blakey, and then all of a sudden you're you're put in a situation where you're in the band with these fellas, and it's uh it really was a great experience.
1: So let me ask you this: You've had a long career in jazz. You love jazz obviously but tell me why why do you love jazz
2: Well again it would be the the expression of the joy and you know there's it, something about when you play it's, there's a feeling that you get I would imagine when you watch the guys and they're playing uh, sports at the highest level then there is a, a feeling of satisfaction that comes not only from playing the sport but when you accomplish that, and when you're swinging, when the band is swinging, and the audience is grooving, there's a feeling that you get, and that's what I try to, to especially working with the students to say, really our goal is to get that particular feeling, because there's only one way to get it, and when you have it, man, it's just it's something really special, and you know, so I I would say it's the quest for that feeling of the the groove when everything lines up, and it's grooving, it's swinging. And, you know, we want to move the audience and let them know. And so it's a, a combination of, you know, working out the the intellectual side of it and also the spiritual side and having a great time.
1: And you have been very successful at it with your family. So I want to ask you this: What did it feel like in 2011 to get the NEH Jazz Master Honor? How did that feel?
2: Yeah, that was that was it was uh, not. It was very humbling. And, you know, I mean, most of of the people who they're in their, their 60s or 70s when they're granted that that award. So, you know, it was a very much an honor. And we just, for myself, I really want to just uphold the legacy of the music and to try to bring it to more people and, you know, just keep that, that spark alive so that people understand how vibrant the music can be. And it, and it can be totally cool.
1: What's the nicest thing a fan has ever said to you?
2: <laughs> I don't know if I can say it on radio.
1: <laughs>
2: I had a, a person in Minnesota, and she—I <laughs> don't put that on radio. But she said that you know her husband loved to take her to my shows because it, it put her in a romantic mood. <laughs> so nice. let's, say it, let's say it that way. That's really the goal—is to you know I was you know tell the, the folks we try to prepare them for the rest of the evening, but to try to just you know get them to to just relax and enjoy themselves and to, to carry that feeling on with them through the evening and on through the week. Right on.
1: Let me ask you this. there, Everybody has their perception of who you are, your family, your friends, the, the folks that are in the crowd, but who do you think you are?
2: <laughs> well, hmm, Mr. Big Stuff? <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm the, the the person that I think i of a lot like my mother. And my mother would kind of come into your your place and, you know, start straightening things out and helping you to organize it. So I, I always feel that, you know, I'd like to go into a situation and help to organize it and just kind of hook it up. So I think that was the, the main thing when I played with Elvin Jones for a number of years, is a, his understanding that, you know, there's a, a, a way that you have to understand the music and also be able to kind of, even things out, so I I right. think for sure that's that's pretty much what what my forte is. Beautiful.
1: Hey, thank you for taking a little time with me today, and and enjoy your visit to Kansas
2: City. All right, thank you, bro. I catch it's you later. Good.
0: Thanks for listening and tuning in to yet another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players in New York, Kansas City, New Orleans, and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz. And thanks to Delfeo for his music, that legacy of great jazz, and giving Kansas City his blend of it. If you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domino on the iTunes Store, or visit the neonjazz.blogspot.com for all things Neon Jazz. Until next time, enjoy the music, my friends.
2: Neon Jazz.